What's going on, guys? Anthony here. Came across another fantastic question on Quora that I just had to answer because, honestly, it's something that I'm going through at this exact moment. Um, we have a new employee that was once a uh, founder. He was a founder of a very similar company, a very similar business model. Excuse me. In the uh, actually, actually in the LA area, we're over here in the Baltimore, Maryland area. He was actually out in the LA area, which is uh, a little bit more difficult to some degree to kind of get something off the ground. There's a lot more competition in the fitness space, uh, but nonetheless, he was able to start a brand. Uh, he did so by the young, ripe age of 21. Uh, he did so until he was about 23, 24, which was pretty impressive. Now, he is one of our employees. Now, he is someone that we are looking to eventually turn back into a manager. But for the time being, he is a um, he's an employee. And so there are a few things that uh, have been tough for him to kind of overcome and deal with. Thus, uh, I'm going through this experience right now. I am going through trying to develop him, trying to work with him, trying to remain patient. And there are a few things that I'm noticing. So the question of, is it more difficult to be a regular employee after having been a manager or a leader, or in his case, a founder, uh, it's definitely much more difficult. And there's three reasons why. The first, ego. The second, lack of patience. And the third, lack of personal development and self-awareness. So there's a lot that I can go into, and I'm going to try to keep it short and sweet and to the point because I just want to bring value and I don't want to waste anyone's time. Uh, the first thing, ego. You got to check that ego. And the way that you do that, to be very frank with you, is you go through a lot of growing pains. The first three, four, five weeks that you are now uh, a regular employee opposed to being a manager, it's going to check your ego. You're going to go and look at individuals that may not be as accomplished as you are on paper or more importantly, off paper. And so in this guy's case, off paper, he was making $70,000, $80,000 a year based off of his own marketing ideology, based off of his own energy, based off of his own concepts, based off of his own strategy, he was able to do that. Now he's looking at someone that maybe didn't accomplish what he accomplished in such a short amount of time, someone that doesn't know as much as he knows, someone that is not as capable as him, but he has to respect that person due to the, to the hierarchy of the ranking, the positioning of what he does for the company and what this individual does for the company. So checking the ego is going to be the number one thing that they have to do. And for, I guess, a tip for all leaders out there, if you have a former manager that is now an employee, if they can't check their ego, when I, and, and, and let me clarify something. When I say check your ego, what I mean by that is, here's a practical example. You're in a meeting, your, your manager is talking about a strategy that you know as an employee doesn't work, right? Because you've done it. Like, you're not a theory-based person or employee or whatever the case you want to call it, you're a practitioner. You have done and seen what this individual is saying will work and you know for a fact it won't. Instead of saying, sir, uh, based off of the things that I've been through, I think we may want to go about this in a different way. Not trying to step on your toes, but here's a few things that I've learned through my three, four, five years experience. Instead of doing it that way, a person that needs to check their ego may literally not say anything at all, then talk with the three or four other employees, fellow employees, and kind of be a little bit snarky, a little bit arrogant, and kind of make fun of, oh, that's such a old school way of doing things, or that's such a bullshit way of doing things, or I can't believe we're stuck in the medieval times. I can't believe that I decided to join this company when I was doing X, Y, and Z. 
That's the caveat. That's the key. That's what you need to understand. You're no longer doing that. You're no longer that manager. You're no longer that founder. You're no longer that leader. And so when you have that that anger towards the situation, honestly, you're just having that anger towards yourself. Honestly, you're just having that anger towards your current situation. And instead of looking at it and saying, how can I bring value in a very respectful, kind, empathetic way? How can I try to enlighten this leader and tell him or her what I've been through? You are now being a little bit snarky and reserving your value and reserving your knowledge because you want to see this plan fail. Like, like that. let's just call a spade a spade. A person that needs to check their ego, they want to see the plan fail so they can then go and save the day and be a Superman and then eventually hopefully propel themselves to another managerial position. And so that's kind of what I mean. That's a practical example of checking your ego. So that's the first thing. The second thing is a lack of patience. You have to understand why you are no longer a manager. Like you need to kind of go through that brain processing system and figure out what happened along the path that took you from a manager making 170K to now you're making 60K as a mid-level employee. What exactly happened? Who did you piss off? What mistakes did you make? What uh, did you not know that you needed to know? Like what were some of the variables that put you in a position where you you, you no longer are a manager? And that's something that a lot of um, former managers, now employees are having a difficulty with. So you have to have a lack of, you have to have a patience rather. You have to have a, a high level of patience where you can go through a long development of, okay, what happened? Who, again, who did I irritate? Who didn't I build a relationship with? Was my relational intelligence at a low level? Was my EQ, my empathy levels at a low level? Maybe maybe the industry, let's say they were in the tech industry. Maybe the industry has uh, sped up a little too uh, quickly for my liking and I just don't know enough about these products, these services, and these new guys, these new cats are kind of taking me by storm and I need to take the next eight months, the next 10 months, the next 18 months and really figure out and position myself from a knowledge standpoint. All of that takes patience. All of that takes time. And so that's going to be the second pillar to, in my eyes, uh, what a person would need to do to overcome that and, and, and get through that difficult aspect and that nature of going from uh, a former manager to now being an employee. So a lack of patience is usually the big factor. And, and if you're a leader trying to help a former manager, you have to let them know, like, look, I recognize what you did in the past. You're actually on the fast track to potentially become a manager because you've already accomplished and understand some of the intangibles, the gray area, the soft skills that a lot of these new other employees, they just, they just frankly, they don't, they don't know. They don't know some of the gray areas and some of the soft skills that you know. And so if you can plug some of these gaps, if you can figure out some of these skill gaps that you need to eventually understand, you're going to be on the fast track because you have some of the intangibles, some of the gray areas that are going to bring this company value, that are going to bring you value and get you back to the top where you deserve to be. And so that's how you could potentially coach someone through that situation. The third thing is a lack of personal development and self-awareness. That is the biggest one out of all of them. Honestly, I probably would have put that above ego uh, and had ego as number two and then the patience factor at number three because that's the biggest caveat. That's the biggest scenario. 
You have to have self-awareness. You have to remember and realize and understand where you currently are at 29 and not reminisce on where you were at 24. You need to realize where you are at 67 and not reminisce and go back to where you were at 43 and realize and understand what went wrong. Why are you no longer a manager? Why are you no longer in the position to lead people, to have people trust you, to put people in the right positions to win? You have to understand that. And that goes, and that takes a lot of tough shit. That takes a lot of tears. That takes a lot of tough nights. That takes a lot of tough weeks. That takes a lot of tough conversations with people that you may internally look down at. Like you may intuitively like look at these people and like, you don't know what you're talking about. You may be 47 years old and you see a 26 year old leader and you're like, kid, I can be your daddy. I can be the one that's leading you. Yet you're not. And it takes a level of self-awareness and a level of personal development to, 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 to get your confidence back, get your swagger back, Put yourself in a mindset where you know for a fact you can position yourself in a good way. Know for a fact you can bring value to the company. Know for a fact that if you do the right things and say the right things and meet the right people, you can put yourself in the position to win. But that takes, again, personal development. That takes self-awareness. And that takes patience. And that takes cutting down your ego. So as you guys can see, everything is tied together. But I will say this for my particular situation that I'm dealing with. It takes from a leader, from a brand perspective, it also takes a few of these caveats. It also takes a little bit of patience. It also takes a little bit of personal development, right? Because as a leader, we can't get angry. We can't get disrespectful. We need to realize and understand some of the skills they do bring to the table. Maybe even if they are a regular mid-level employee, maybe it's not the money that they're chasing. Maybe they're not making the 90K, the 175K, the 200K that they were once getting. Maybe they want the fulfillment. Maybe they want to feel in their gut and in their heart that they're bringing high levels, amounts of value to the brand. Thus, you give them the opportunity. Again, go back to what I said a few minutes ago. There are so many little gray areas that people can bring value to because they have experience. They have done it. They've seen it all. They were a manager for seven years. They were a founder for 13 years. There are so many little intangibles that you can now bring to the table. So as a leader, it is your job to remember what they did. Don't put that, don't push that to the side. Like I'll be very frank with you. I'm in the situation right now where I feel like some of the people that are trying to lead me are forgetting I'm a three-time founder, are forgetting that I was able to bring myself from a situation where I was not doing well, not making smart decisions legally, not making smart decisions with my friend group, and now I have rose and and, and, and risen like a phoenix and now got myself in a situation where I was a three-time founder, I was speaking at colleges, I was doing a few different things, and I have some intangibles, some soft skills, some life, some grit that I can bring to the table that you need to remember. And when you put someone in the position where you remember what they've done, you remember and you respect the value that they brought to the world of entrepreneurship or the world of being a manager. And then you say, look, I want you to plug that in. I want you to start bringing some of those soft skills to the table. I want you to start being that person that you were when you were an entrepreneur, but also remember and have patience and realize where we are as a brand right now, a lot of good things can come out of that. So it's really on both sides of the table. As a manager, respecting their past and 
being strategic and putting them in the position to win based off of the gray area and soft skills that they have and their intangibles. And then again, as that new employee and former manager, it takes that patience. It takes that that overall self-awareness. It takes that checking your ego at the door. It takes that personal development. It takes all of those little factors and both parties coming together to make this work. Thanks a lot.